Peaceful greeting, listeners. You're listening to movie. Movie. Film. Film. It's a podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. That is what we do. I'm Nate, and I'm Quiz Kid Donnie Smith from TV. And I'm Terrell. And what's the motherfucking protocol for when there's a gun to your head? Training day? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, it's set it off. Okay. I, I, I can picture Denzel with a gun to Ethan's hawk head saying, Well, what's the fucking protocol when there's a gun to your head? <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's okay Fox doing that. Mm. Doing that line. Uh, yeah, there's some guns to heads in today's uh, flick, Slumdog yeah. Millionaire. Yeah. Also, some some TV quizzing. Yeah, uh, what, what was... Mine's from Magnolia. Okay. From, uh, I don't think I've ever watched Magnolia. No. Uh, good role from uh, William H. Macy as quiz kid Donnie Smith. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an old man, he always repeats, like, I used to be smart. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire today. Yeah, uh... It won the Oscar for Best Picture, which is why I brought that up in the and intro. seven other Oscars. It really, like, was a big night for that for, yeah. uh, Slumdog. Yeah, a big winner uh, that year. What, 2008? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe this movie is older than 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we talk about that, though, movie, movie, news, news. Yeah. That, like... Talking about the Oscars already, but uh, not not from a few years back. We're talking about 2020 Oscar nominations. They're out. Yeah, they happened. Let's talk about them. We woke up early. Well, (laughs) I I was up early because I had work, but you were up early than usual. Yeah, I like was going to go back to sleep maybe, but I was like, oh yeah, Oscars. Yeah. Let's uh, watch this. Let's I don't think them. I'll wake up for them again. Yeah, uh, no, they're, they're all right. I mean, I was anticlimactic. I was, it was cool to see John Cho and Issa Rae. I'm, I'm a fan of both of them. Yeah, I liked Issa yeah. throwing shade when yeah. uh, she listed the director nominees. Oh, that was so she was funny. like, so those were the men that were directed. She said, thank you. Oh, she said, congratulations to those men. To those men, yeah. And when she said it, there was like this like instant silence. Mm. And then like you could hear like someone laughing off, like, off screen. It was so funny. Mm. Uh, should we just start with the big one? Yeah, let's just go. All right, the best picture nominees. There can be up to ten this yeah. year. There's nine. Yeah, so they left one off. Yeah, they are Ford vs Ferrari, mm-hmm. The Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, Yep, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, and 1917. Yes. Pretty predictable list. Pretty predictable list. I guess Joker um, would be a surprise if there wasn't like all the lead up, you know, the Golden yeah. Globe nominations and the wins yeah. at other award shows. I say Jojo Rabbit's pretty, um, I guess, surprising. Well, for best picture. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, Oscar so I'm not like, Nazis. oh, it's so bad. But like, Oscar likes um, Nazi movies. It's been pretty low in on uh, this award season, I would say so far, and has gotten a lot of. Uh, Academy attention. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if it wins anything. I don't think it's really the favorite in any categories. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. also that and 1917 are the only two that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. 
but I will for the telecast. Yeah, I have plans to see 1917 in theaters. Otherwise, I'm not going to see it. Oh, it seems like a real theater. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's you a, go to it's the a, theater to see this a, one. It's a theater one. So why? Okay, so they can have up to 10. Why would they leave one off? Well, it's not that they leave one off. It's I think when you you nominate each person nominates ten and they have to get like a certain percentage to be oh, included. Okay. So it's like there can be up to ten. Uh, I wonder which one was just at the cusp, didn't make it. Um, based on the other nominations, I would guess either the two popes, right, or like Richard Jewell. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like <laughs> nothing that exciting. It's yeah, not like they forgot Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> we were gonna put Endgame, but it didn't make it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite in there? You that you just want to. You know, like, I think of the the seven that I've seen, I think this is a very strong year. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't dislike any of the movies I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you listen to our decade list. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite both made my cut, so I guess I'm rooting for those two. Yeah. Uh, I just think it'd be really cool if Parasite wins Best Picture. I've uh, only seen three of these. Hmm. So out of the three that I've seen... No, you've seen four, right? Have you see The Irishman, Joker, Hollywood, and Parasite? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I've seen four. Um, I mean, yeah. Wait, I mean, which one did you forget that you saw? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just looking when you at were thinking. It. What three were you thinking? I was like, I saw the Irishman. I saw Once Upon a Time, and I saw a Joker. Oh, you so forgot I, Parasite. I guess I forgot Parasite. Man, yeah. I think about Parasite all the time. All the time. It just yeah. Pops up in your... Yeah, 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 yeah. You should watch it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I mean I would I yeah. would personally like it if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. Yeah, Tarantino movie has never won Best Picture. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like him to sweep. I would like him. Well, we'll get to it, but I would like him to just win everything. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I guess let's go right into the director. We already talked about yeah. it being all men. These mm-hmm. are uh, five men: mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong Joon Ho for Parasite, whoop, whoop. Sam Mendes for 1917, the and Todd Phillips for Joker. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Now, I don't love this pick. Okay. I also don't love that it's all men. Mm-hmm. However, I don't subscribe to the belief that because Todd Phillips is in there, Greta Gerwig didn't get in there, or right. a different female director. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was really surprised to see Todd Phillips Me too. in the ranks. Me too. Yeah. Um, not to say that his directing was bad or anything, or like... But, you know, the movie Joker is it's great because of Joaquin. Yeah, I will um, say, of the Best Picture movies like, no. I saw, like, I'd say James Mangold for Ford for First Ferrari, mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story. Like, I would have been happier with any of those in, in right. the, the fifth spot. Mm-hmm. But he did his thing. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I guess it's just like the hype. Around the movie, you get caught up in it, and then everything. I will gets say nominated. he has no chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 he's not. That it's, would be it's like the biggest upset if Todd Phillips wins Best Director over Martin Scorsese, who's in his category. Who, you know, the Joker. Yeah. He 
like read Scorsese's playbook and said, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to make a Scorsese film, like comic book. So he would, if he won director, he would win for making a better Martin Scorsese movie than Martin Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. And The Irishman's kind of ultimate Scorsese also. I'd say Sam Mendes is Mm -hmm. the the favorite. He's the lead right now as far as, um, you know, uh, previous award shows go. Um, and then after him, it would be like Quentin and then Bong. Yeah. Those are like the, the three. Everyone else is like a long shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird that they have 10 best picture and only five director. Do you think they should do 10 director? That's a lot. Yeah. I don't. Or like every picture that gets best picture nomination also gets a best director. Because there was like that weird year that Argo won Best Picture mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck wasn't even nominated for Best Director. It's like someone made that movie that you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is someone a did weird that. thing to do to win Best Picture but not Best Director. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I always felt like, that Like, what do you weird. think Ben Affleck did? <laughs> like, the year that Moonlight won, it won Best mm-hmm. Picture, but it didn't win Best Director. So I'm just like... Who won? Did Damien Chazelle win Best Director? Yeah, that's that La La Land Director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won. And... Mm-hmm. I was just like, so that's that's weird. It's kind of inconsistent. Yeah. Another idea I've seen float around, around, which I don't think is a good idea, but it would be consistent because the Oscars already separate actors by gender if they did a best male director and a best female director. Uh, I mean, that way you're awarding women, which they're not right now. They're just true. not recognizing I just female directors. I just that it has to be that way. Yeah, I think and, they should and, get rid of the gender discrimination in acting also. Yeah. But then it would it would just be like, what, best actor and best supporting actor? Yeah. And then it would just be men and women together? Yeah. But then you would only or, have two Or winners, you do so. the Globes, you do best dramatic performance, best comedic performance. Mm. Though my favorite performances definitely mix both, like... Uh, Leo and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. I don't have a problem with the acting category being separate, but the directing category, I think, is kind of... You think gender affects acting more than directing? Yeah. I don't... Okay. Yeah. Because of the roles that are being played yeah. generally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of acting, I mean, let's uh, let's work our way out. Let's start with the, with the little guys. The, the supporting. Yeah. Supporting actor, Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, mm-hmm. Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Whoop. and Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood. Yes. I love the pause. The, the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, I find, I find a lot of pleasure in that. <laughs> um, I, w- I mean, it's a, it's a stacked classic list of actors. I've seen all of these performances except Hanks, but I have no doubt that he pulls it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be mad about any of these winning, honestly. I'm, I'm rooting for Brad, but I wouldn't be it's, mad. It's so weird that this is because like Brad doesn't have an Oscar, and this is what he's getting his Oscar for. And it's such a you don't think it's a role that plays to his strengths. I feel like it plays to his strength, but I feel like it's not like. It's not like wow. I'm not. I I watched it and I wasn't like. Mm. I personally wasn't like. Walked away feeling like Brad Pitt did something. Leo did have the like the bigger. Leo had had the role, or even Margot. I'd say. Yeah, I thought or she even was Margot phenomenal. Um, Let me ask you a question. We just watched Ad Astra mm-hmm. uh, this week. 
it was only nominated for one Oscar, right? Like sound, sound editing or mixing. For more. Um, do you think he had an award-worthy performance in that? Or actually, I'll frame it this way: Which performance of his this year did you prefer, Ad Astra or Hollywood? Well, see, because they're so different. I know. They're, but are they're, you? They're very different. You're saying it's weird that he was recognized for this one. Do you think like the quiet, contemplative? Uh, daddy problems astronaut role is more awards worthy no okay no me neither i, I guess i would i love cliff I would, booth yeah i guess he's i got, would i would nominate he's got this the one charisma at astra he's like so charismatic but also like very sketchy mm-hmm. and he has to be yeah and like the scenes with him and his dog it's like that's a movie star yeah <laughs> that's brad pitt yeah give him his oscar but also, if if you're gonna invite Pesci up to the stage, do I it because he blew was me away. Personally, rooting for Pesci, hmm. just like yeah, this is just like yeah. This Does is he amazing. have an Oscar? I don't know. No, I think they all have a Oscar. I think every single one of them, Martin, Robert, Al, and Joe, they all hmm. have Oscars. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good list. I wish there were more. I wish no, like not new more, faces or like yeah, like new faces or just like. I've seen like, so many like actor in a supporting, supporting role, Jonathan Majors, Thank Last you. Black Man in San Francisco. Thank you. I wanted that so he'll, bad. He'll hopefully just... get his Spirit Award. Yeah, he's gonna be in the new. <clears throat> he's gonna be in the new Spike Lee movie also. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. The the Netflix one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely be tuning into that. All right, actress in a supporting role. I guess <laughs> if you're getting anything from us reading these nominations, it's like, yeah, these movies and these people are good. Yeah. But there's so much more that's there's a lot. also good, if not better. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly it's... more interesting. Mm-hmm. Actress in a supporting role. You want to read this one? Yeah, it's Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Pugh. Pugh in Little, <laughs> Little Women. And Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess, like, Kathy Bates is, like, the surprise, is the surprise nominee. I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah, she wasn't expected, but also it's Kathy Bates and she plays, like, Richard Jewell's uh, mother. Yeah. And I hear the scenes with her and him and uh, Sam Rockwell are really electric haven't seen that one though yeah lord dern is uh the favorite she's been sweeping so why not she just crushes it in marriage story she just (laughs) she (laughs) just does this character that's just it's so well defined and yeah she just uh is electric dope i have to watch but uh florence Pugh in little women is also very good yeah and i'm glad to see her definitely glad to see a nice young um, talent for them to uh Honor. Yeah, she's a young talent, and I loved her in Midsummer. Did you know she was also the lead this year, or this past year, in Fighting With My Family? No. The WWE comedy? That was her? That was her. We that gotta, was Florence? Yeah, we gotta watch that. I hear she does like a completely different thing in that. I can't even picture her face mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there sh- if there were like a best new, best breakout yeah. star or performance... Yeah. Uh, any of her stuff would be eligible, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie nominated for Bombshell. Like I said, I loved her supporting role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. it's so crucial to the movie. It is. Um, and I, it would have been, I don't know, would have been nice if they honor, honored her for that, especially in light of all the 
controversy after the movie came out saying that she didn't have anything to do. I think uh, you didn't watch the movie correctly. If you yeah, feel you that way, she did so much and kind of carried the the weight of of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I want to I want to see Bombshell just so I could be like she was she's good in this but like she should have been nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mhm. Or I don't know. All right, let's get to let's get to these lead roles. Leading actress? Sure. ScarJo again. Yeah. <laughs> Two nominations Two this nominations year. for ScarJo Johansson. Um, um, only one for a person of color, yeah. Cynthia Revo, in that same category. For Harriet. For Harriet. Mm-hmm. It's just sad that, like, yeah, that's it. Uh, just so many white people nominated, and two of them are Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and I'm sure they're all fine. All the white people are great. They're all fine. They they make you cry. They make you laugh. Yeah, they're the best of the white people. They're the best of the white people. <laughs> from but this like, year. You know, when you look at the year and you look at all the like the movies of the year, when you think about like Last Black Man or you think about The Farewell or mm-hmm. you think about even like Queen and Slim, mm-hmm. it just there's just so many options. It's just like, what is the criteria? Like, what is... J-Lo. What we J-Lo. just talked about supporting J-Lo. actress. They forgot J-Lo. J-Lo, who I was rooting for this year. She was great in... Um, and hustlers. Mm-hmm. So was Constance Wu, um, but she didn't get any attention for that for nope. that one. So, um, but yeah, Scarlett Johansson is nominated twice, and if 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 her if first has... her first two Oscar nominations yeah. ever, actually, really, she got she... Them both in one year. I, th- oh, I think she'll she'll also get her first two Oscar losses in one year yes, too. Yes, because yeah, if it's all funny. goes well, <laughs> so like they they nominate her twice, but she's not going to even win once, right? Though we'll see. Uh, let's read these. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cynthia Revo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Renee Zellweger, Judy, and mm-hmm. Charlize Theron, uh, Bar- Bombshell. Yeah. I said Theron. Theron. Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Renee is the favorite. She's playing Judy Garland yes. in a biopic of Hollywood legend Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, though that movie has zero other nominees. Yeah. Other nominations. Yeah. Uh, it's just her. She's I, the star. She's the favorite, but I feel like she's kind of the Glenn Close this year, where mm-hmm. Glenn Close won every leading actress award until the Oscar night, where she lost to Olivia Coleman mm-hmm. in The Favorite, which was nominated for a bunch of other stuff, and then this is the award it got. Right. So I wouldn't... I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if someone else gets I it. I just... This this category uh, doesn't re- really excite me just because I haven't seen any of these of these movies, so I can't oh. really be like, oh, I'm rooting for the like. Yeah, I've only I, seen I, two. I like all. I like them. I like Shirley's Theron and and I like Cynthia, but like I I haven't seen any other movies, so I can't be like, I want this one to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I, whoever wins, fine by me. If if I don't <laughs> see any other movies by the Oscars, fine by me. Yeah. Uh, actor in the yes. leading role. Let's see if this elicits some more emotion. I don't know. We got Antonio Banderas, <laughs> Pain and Glory. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time yes. in Hollywood. Yes. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Yes. Joaquin's going to win? Joaquin's going to win. He's been getting everything. Everyone is, all the mother men, they should just be happy to be there. Yeah. Pretty much. This will be the the Joker 
Yeah. This will be the way that they honor Joker, I think. Yeah. If it wins nothing else, it's going to win uh, actor in a leading role. Which is a a real... Um, uh, He's so good, but also that he should have been winning everything for every performance anyway. Mm -hmm. And... um, I don't know. Adam Driver is very good in in Marriage Story. He is, and I mean Leonardo, he'll get it. He'll get an Oscar. If it wasn't for walking, I'd definitely be rooting for Leonardo because mm-hmm. he's great. And yeah, um, I mean that 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 whole sequence of when he's on the studio lot and he mm-hmm. like has to do his lines and he messes up and then he yeah. does his trailer and then comes back and kills it. Like that whole thing is just like, yeah, this is what they submitted. That's the Oscar moment. You like, you know it when you see it. Want to talk about some animated movies? Sure. Have you I seen any animation. of these? I've seen none of them. <laughs> All right. Animated feature film. We got how to train your dragon, the hidden world. Mm-hmm. I lost my body. Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. I only saw Toy Story 4. I, see Toy I Story 4. I'm expecting that to win because it's Pixar. Usually Pixar wins this category. I Lost My Body is French? It's this French animated, adult animated film. Not like uh, raunchy, but it's mm-hmm. about a severed hand. <laughs> I saw on Letterboxd that the American dub has Dev Patel. Hmm. As the the leading star of Slumdog, yes, he's in it. So I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I definitely want to like." Tune it in seems and really weird and interesting. Yeah, and uh, I like. Uh, I think it's two D animation. And I like that. Yeah, but I mean, Toy Toy Story is, is it's very much a Toy Story movie. It doesn't mm-hmm. really dip in quality. Yeah. It's consider if you it's know consistent. you know what you're going to get, yeah. and uh, what you're going to get is an Oscar probably. Yeah, I say the only one that's standing in Toy Story, uh, Toy Story's way, is Missing Link, just because no. it, it won the Golden Globe. But Golden Globes are like yeah, it's Golden some, Globes are it's, weird. It's its own thing sometimes. Yeah. yeah, um, I haven't seen Missing Link. I love the studio that that did it, uh, Leica. They did like Paranorman and Coraline and mm-hmm. uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. I the. I've read that this is like one of their weaker offerings, so people were even surprised they won the Golden Globe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stop motion's cool though. Mm-hmm. All so much different kinds of animation. Yeah, yeah. The screenplay awards are my favorite. I think that's like the ones usually that like my favorite movies end up getting prizes for. Yeah. It's usually in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, adapted screenplay. The the Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, The Two Popes, and Joker. And Joker. So what? One was a book, or no? Uh, three were books. One was the Two Popes a book? I don't know. That's just if it's based on a two, true story, is it considered adapted? Well, yeah, because someone probably wrote about it, and then they adapted okay. the book into a movie. All right. Yeah, and Joker is a comic book. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it's could, a, it could interesting. be anyone. Yeah. Uh, Little Women, the, the screenplay. If it wins this, that'll probably be the, the Little Women win. Yeah. Um. She, like, Gregor Wig, did an interesting thing with the structure of that book. She, like, chopped it up and rearranged it uh, mm-hmm. so that, like, two timelines are happening at once. Kind of like uh, Slumdog, I guess. So... That's notable for that. Okay. I don't know. Uh, original screenplay. More exciting. 
More, ex- yeah. Marriage Story, uh-huh. Once Upon a Time, In Hollywood, yeah. Parasite, Knives Out. Knives Out. Got an Oscar nomination. And 1917. Knives Out is not going to win. No, it's not. But that's great that they recognize that. I wasn't expecting that to pop up in the yeah. Oscars conversation. There, there, were, there was another one that popped up like that where it just got one nomination randomly. The Lighthouse. Yeah, Lighthouse for, for cinematography. Yeah, cinematography. That's because that it's cool. like old timey movie, and Academy yeah. members probably said, "Oh, it looks like when I was <laughs> when I went out to watch movies." Yeah, <laughs> like, that's funny. There, all the it looks like what old. I think of when I think of a movie. Right. <laughs> uh. Yeah, these are all, I mean, haven't seen 1917, but yeah, Bong Joon-ho, Ryan Johnson, Tarantino, Noah Baumbach, all mm-hmm. writer, all writer-directors. Mm-hmm. I think Mendez also did the screenplay for 1917. Um, a lot of, yeah, very different stories happening, yeah. and we'll see what uh, yeah. the Oscars award. Yeah, I think it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Me too. If not, that's the award Tarantino usually be, gets. I'd be fine with Parasite. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be thrilled with Knives Out also. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what what other. Can <laughs> we think, talk about any other ones? Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Unless you want to like run down cinematography. Okay. Nineteen seventeen. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh huh. The Irishman, Joker, and The Lighthouse. I was surprised to see The Irishman in this category. I wasn't that taken by the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, some of these nominations and some of these um, categories, like cinematography and costume design, I'm just like, so why is this movie nominated in this category? Um, Well, JoJo's nominated for costume design because of the swastikas. Like I said, the Academy likes Nazis. They like Nazis. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, cinematography, I mean, the only one I could think of is like The Lighthouse having great cinematography. And I haven't seen it yet, but 1917, because that's all they talk about. Wait, you're not even defending Joker for best cinematography? Cinematography? Yeah. No, I'm not. Interesting. I'm not. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm like it Joker. looked. I'm like it looked really good. Like, okay, you can nominate it in cinematography. Mm-hmm. Fine. I don't think it's gonna win. When I look at when I look at a movie like Lighthouse, yeah, I'm just like that. that movie, or like, yeah. you know what could have been nominated in this category? For Ad cinema? Astra. Ad Astra. Yeah. Wow. Or Ford vs Ferrari had really good cinematography. That movie got a Best Picture nomination and like very little else, which is just weird. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. 1917, I understand. It's Roger Deakins. He's one of uh, the best living cinematographers. Also, just the way the movie's done, it highlights the cinematography because it's all like Is one shot. Is it shot on film? Probably. Okay. I don't um, know. Definitely the one shot gimmicky thing, which Birdman showed that the Oscars really like. Yeah. And The Revenant. The, that one cinematography. Yeah. That was great takes. cinematography. Yeah. Um, costume design. I wish Dolomite got nominated right. uh, for costume design. No nominations for Dolomite is my name. Shut out um, completely. Um, Irishman is nominated for costume design. Can't really remember any of the costumes. It's like a lot of suits. A lot of dull it's a, colors. It's a period piece, yeah, so maybe that's why. Standard. It's, it was very standard. Yeah. Yeah, there were like no big pieces. Like the buttons, I guess. Was that costume? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they got they have to pick all that. Yeah. Um, 
Little Women had really good costumes in it. Um, Once Upon a Time, also really simple. Well, think about that scene at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, there was a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, think about, like, Brad. With, like, the yellow Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> and also, there's, like, the, cow- the cowboy there's the cowboy costumes. Yeah. The movie sets. There's a bunch of different kinds of costumes Yeah, uh, going on. There's that, there's Brad Pitt in that, that wig when they're having dinner. Yeah. And he was like... <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to use you anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Okay. It's the the, the everything, ev- all like, the wig and yeah, and the Manson stuff, yeah. family, all their getups. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's the Oscars. That's the Oscars. <laughs> Those are our picks. That's and our, and our gripes. <laughs> well, we I feel like we gave who we yeah, who yeah. we're rooting for in those categories. Yeah, we did. Uh, given what we were giving, those yeah. are our picks. Hey, here's the thing. The Oscars don't pick good movies a lot. And even the ones they pick to win the big award. Yeah. Okay, so I think we talked before about how we choose what movies we do. One of us comes up with a list of like four movies and yes. the other one picks from that list. Yes. This is the movie we're going to do this week. Uh-huh. So it was my week to come up with a list mm-hmm. and I decided... Hey, we're going to be talking about the Oscar nominations. Let's do a Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. We've done a couple already. We've done Moonlight. Mm-hmm. We did Silence of the Lambs. Yep. That, that might be it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we did Moonlight and Silence of the Lambs. So I thought, hey, ones. let's do some more. Yeah. Then I was looking at this list. And it's interesting. We just wrapped up the decades. None of these movies were even... Oh, 12 Years a Slave and Moonlight Yeah, were both listed. None of the other ones. This is what's won this decade, or last decade. Green Book, oh. The Shape of Water, mm. Moonlight, yeah. Spotlight, okay. Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, 12 Years a Slave, Argo, The Artist, and The King's Speech. Ah. And like even going further back, The Hurt Locker, Slumdog Millionaire, No Country for Old Men, The Departed, Crash, Million Dollar Baby, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, Chicago, A Beautiful Mind, Gladiator. That was the decade before. Right. They're fine. They're I fine. mean, some of them aren't. Like some of them are not fine. That's but like the best of what, 20 years? They're not, though. Like the, yeah. They're really a very poor it's representation not. of the best cinema yeah. of the last 20 years. Yeah. I've been having an um, issue, I would I would say pretty recently, especially with, like, the spike in, like, performances and, like, genre movies that aren't being, like, being noted by, you know, award shows. And I'm just I, don't, like, I don't think there's a spike in no. ones that aren't awarded. No, no, no. Like, a, a, I guess a spike in my... And my, like, me noticing great performances oh, okay. in these movies. Um, because they, it, it's always been that way. But now, like, the, you know, the performances are on par with what they think is, like, an Oscar-worthy performance. And they're not judging everything fairly. They're not judging everything together. It's kind of hard to take it seriously when they're not 
you know, awarding the best. They never have. They're not awarding the best. They never have. So. That's not what they do. Yeah. 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 It's really not what they do. So maybe I'm I'm waking up from that, from that, like, from that Oscar dream of being like, oh, the Oscars is like the top tier, you know. The, never was. Never was. So, you nope. know. Just mediocrity a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, and also it's kind of like favorites. I feel like it's very they, political. They find out that Martin Scorsese or Quentin Tarantino is doing a movie. It's like instantly nomination. Not to say that uh, their movies are bad. I just picked them to as, as an example. No, I mean, I listed The Departed as Best Picture winner. I don't think that was the best movie that year. Yeah. Um, but it won because. It's uh, Martin Scorsese, and he yeah. hadn't had a Best Picture before. Yeah, what did it beat out? Oh, that was kind of a weak year, at least in the ones nominated: The Queen, Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, and Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I would give it to uh, Departed as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of those, yeah. I would give it to the Departed. But but yeah, that's what I feel like happens a lot of time. So, all right, well. Uh, if, 2008 Oscar, Slumdog Millionaire beat out The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Here is Slumdog Millionaire. Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Never get beyond 16,000 rupees. He's on 10 million. What can our slum dog possibly know? He went on the show because I thought she'd be watching. She's my destiny. Millionaire is an Academy Award-winning 2008 British crime drama that's a loose adaptation of the novel Q&A by Indian author Vikas Swarup, telling the story of 18-year-old Jamal Malik from the Juhu slums of Mumbai. It stars Dev Patel, and it was uh, directed by Danny Boyle, mm-hmm. written by Simon Beaufoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I won the Oscar, as yeah. we've said a couple times yeah. now. In case you weren't paying attention, it won the Oscar. It won the Oscar. We're talking about a winner of an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if this movie was expected to win. It was a like a huge hit, sleeper hit in mm. the in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like uh, word of mouth got around. Hey, you got to see this movie. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it didn't star anyone of uh, recognizable. I mean, it's all yeah. Indian this is like performers. Dev's first leading role. Mm-hmm. He was on like TV on this. He was on Skins. He was on Skins. Yeah, and then he did this, and it kind of launched his his career. After that, it was, and unfortunately, it was about the only career that it launched. Frida, Frida, Frida had some. I wish, I wish more for for yeah. Frida. Um, for you know, the only role of hers I can think of other than this is uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, she was in Dawn, and she was in that that Mollywog movie, the the Jungle Book. Oh, um, okay. Andy, Andy's Mo, Mo, Mogwai. Yeah, Mogwai. so she's still working. Yeah, she's still working, but like you don't really see her. No. And she she was good in this, and she's very pretty. Hollywood loves pretty, so yeah, she's yeah. she's got the looks. She for has sure. the looks for it. Yeah, uh, the the movie starts. The picture begins. The picture, <laughs> the flick begins. Two thousand six Mumbai, um, and we are we we learn that uh, Jamal uh, is what like one question away. From a million, yeah. from two million uh, rupees. Yeah. Rupees is their currency. Yeah. Um, they get to like, I it's, guess, it's like, uh, it's like 20, It's about $411,000 is the yeah. exchange rate. Yeah. So the, the enough money to change go is like 20 rupees, rupees. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what, two million you said? Or a million? Oh, it was twenty million rupees. Was yeah, the prize 20, okay? Yeah. So it comes out to four hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, which is uh, enough money to change his life forever. Yes, it is exactly what he needed too. But he is, um, uh, you know, he's being interrogated by the police. Yeah, smoke is being blown in his face. Yeah, uh, they're assuming he's cheated because he's uneducated. He's from the slums. How else could he know the answers? Doctors and lawyers come on this show, and they don't make it past what, like, the sixth question or whatever. And mm-hmm. this guy is like on his third episode, so he must be cheating. Um, I I love the way this movie answers that question of how could he know these answers? It's through his life. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the answer. It's an interesting uh, framing of the whole movie. Is yeah. he's going while being interrogated by the police? They're going back, watching the game show he was just on, mm-hmm. and question by question, he's saying, "This is how I know this. This is how I know this." Yeah. And uh, it just so happens they're all in order of his life. Yeah. So we start with the first question, shall we? Yes. Uh, questions about uh, Bollywood star. Uh, Bakan, Bak Bakan, Bakan. I don't know. He's a Bo- he's a Bollywood star. Yeah, we see some some fun clips of him, like yeah. with a gun. At one point, he's like swinging a mannequin leg. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jamal knows about him because of an encounter. 
Yeah. But first, let's start with uh, adorable Indian children playing cricket on the tarmac of an airport. Yeah. And then being chased. Being chased off and chased far. This is, uh, yeah, this is chased through the slums we get. Yeah, we get to see an the idea of what that's like. Yeah, and it's, there's trash everywhere. Um, it's like little huts built out of like mm-hmm. that really thin sheet metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are just living their life, you know, washing clothes and in the market. Um, and they live among the the slums, the trash. Yeah, that's what yeah. this movie's saying. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Boyle does this interesting thing. It starts here, but it's throughout the movie with like messing with the frame rate. Yeah, during chases mostly, but also just like, in, I guess important or moments. Uh, memorable moments. Yeah, I, I like it when they do it on on Frida. I was mm-hmm. like looking at her because it's kind of like snapshots. Yeah, because the whole thing is she's the most beautiful girl in the world, and how how do you like like signify that in a yeah. movie? You slow the frame rate down so it looks like you're snapping pictures of her beauty. Yeah. And so I really liked it in that moment. But yeah, it's like slow, like really things are chaotic, moving really fast, and then he'll chop it up. Mm-hmm. So Jamal and his brother Salim are uh, chased and they make it home yeah, to, to, to their, their mother. Mom. And she protects them. She protects them. Yeah. And then we see uh, what they... But how else, the other way they spend their days, and that's uh, as bathroom attendants. Yeah, that's how they make uh, a little money on the side. That's their hustle. Yeah. Um, Salim is trying to take care of business, as yeah. he does throughout the movie. But this is the first uh, glimpse, the first characterization of him as this hustler. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile... Jamal is taking care of business, too. Well, in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Salim's trying to get money so he can let a person use the... The toilet. Uh-huh. Um, meanwhile, Jamal's inside the toilet. Yeah. And he, to he won't get out. He yeah. says it's a shy one. Yeah. He's, yeah. He can't get it out. Um, <laughs> and so they lose money. They lose the money. The guy mm-hmm. is just like, give me back my money. I'll go oh, to Oh, because he's one. like running around. That, that guy's yeah. good. He does a good, I have to poop. <laughs> yeah. I have to poop dance, a little, little wiggle. Um, and so uh, Salim like locks him in the bathroom. But mm-hmm. then the helicopter comes. The helicopter comes with the big movie star. Yeah. And uh, it's Jamal's favorite. Yeah. He's got to go get an autograph. He's got to go. The and only way out is through. Is down. So the way this toilet is set up is it's just a hole mm-hmm. in the floor that you squat over and poop. And then there's like this giant bucket of poop, right? Yeah. So he has to jump down. Oh, it's more than a bucket. Poop. It's like a ditch. Yeah. 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 He he jumps down into it. He jumps it. down into the to the shit. Uh, I guess you could say. And he holds the picture up, like he saves the picture. The picture is clean, right? It's he has a picture thing. of the guy of the guy on him, yeah. And that's what he wants to autograph from. Danny Boyle um, did a similar thing in his movie Train Spotting, where Ewan McGregor's character climbs into a toilet. I can't recall. Oh, it's like an iconic trippy sequence where he just completely fits his whole self into the toilet through, and he goes through the toilet i should remember that but I yeah don't. um so i guess it's a director trademark he did that movie too and now he's like i'm going to india i'll have this little kid jump into this very different kind of toilet yeah but uh this time he's not a drug addict he just uh is chasing celebrity yeah 
and um, <laughs> it's like a huge crowd around the guy. It's so but gross. A little kid covered in shit. He's covered in <laughs> shit, and like he's like touching people to like get past. And I'm just like, oh, he's just putting shit on everybody. But um, he's so small, he's able to like fit through security, and he actually gets his picture signed. Yeah, by this uh, big time celebrity millionaire. Yeah. Uh, and the symbol of uh, an Indian man with this great wealth yeah. and status. And mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, the movie starting out with a miniature version of what the rest of it is. You know, kid has to go through all this shit to get a taste of yeah. uh, status. Yeah, and you can see that his brother, Salim, is not amused. No. No. He's not happy at all. He's kind of just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Why you... Um, and later on, he takes that picture away from his, uh, little brother. What is his little brother doing? Showering? He's getting showered, yeah. right? He's, he's getting, getting showered. getting all that shit washed yeah. off him is what he's doing. <laughs> and, uh, he takes the picture down to, I don't know, this guy playing a projector. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I guess it's their movie theater. And. Yeah, he sells it. He sells it for like. Cause Salim's all about the, the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's conflict between siblings Yeah. before that can get even worked out. I mean, they try to get their mom involved, but, uh, the Bombay riots are happening mm-hmm. and it takes their mother's life. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got typical hero's journey. Parents, parents got to die. It's not enough that, yeah. uh, not enough being born into poverty also. Yeah. There's you gotta just, lose a parent. Gotta lose a parent, and uh, this this leads into this this story leads into the second question, which is you have it written down. Um, it's like what does the the deity have in his his right hand? Or yes, something? yes. Um, it's a bow and arrow. It's a bow and arrow. It's during the riots, but yeah, like while he's running, they stop and they spot this kid. Um dressed as this uh this deity um just standing there while this chaos is going on like is it real is it not real is it something that they were seeing like this like spiritual moment they were having Mm -hmm. but they saw he remembers it that it had this kid had a bow and arrow in his hand and so that's how he got his second um second answer Mm mm-hmm just this uh tra- on the traumatic uh, day he just remembers this this yeah. image mm-hmm. uh so so, so yeah. now they're they're in a shed yeah they're because or- it's raining they're orphaned now they're homeless now all they have is, is each other mm-hmm. well um right now but then they hear a little latica yeah a little latica um it's standing outside in the rain but Salem doesn't want to let her in he's just like no mm-hmm. i said so i'm the oldest so you listen to me so yeah. go to sleep jamal says but this could be our third musketeer there's a scene earlier in the school where they're late and then getting hit by the books while their teacher calls them arthos and porthos two of the three musketeers yeah. and jamal says here here's our third here's one our third one this could be her yeah. they don't they don't know the name of the third one though yeah. but this could be it yeah um salim's not about it but jamal uh Invites her in. Eventually, as uh, Selim sleeps with his eyes open. Yeah, then they do this thing where they cut 
apparently this whole time in the shed or the cart, there mm-hmm. were just a bunch of other uh, homeless stowaways, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a train car. Right? No, that was later oh, on. Oh, that was later? That's when they when they run. Okay. Yeah. No, while they're oh, in okay, this... okay, right, right, yeah, right. While they're in this thing, so they're by they, themselves. So, they got, so they're by themselves, the three of them. Yeah. And they uh, make it to the city. Yeah. And... Uh, they they're they're just living in the slums and like the I guess like the slums is like all dirty but like they're pretty much sleeping on trash at this point when these guys pretty much like scouters I would call them like kid scouters yeah finds them and offer them a cold beverage on a really hot morning it's a Coca Cola it's uh, a Coca Cola kind of like handing over this uh, symbol of uh, the Westernization and globalism. Yeah. And this will save you. Yeah. Redemption. And so the three of them, plus maybe a bunch of other kids, yeah. go with them to this place with more kids. It's very, this whole story is very uh, like Charles Dickens, mm-hmm. like orphans. And then they get into this bad guys thing. It's like yeah. very Oliver and then the whole rags to riches yeah. aspect of it. Um, but this guy is a mom, Mamon. Mamon. Yeah, Mamon. It's like M A M A M. Rhymes with ramen, but within but within them, Mamen. Mamen. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we were practicing as we were watching the movie because we were like, we're gonna have to say his name. I like this uh, this actor, this performance. Yeah, uh, he's got like the bone structure, I guess. So maybe it's not as much performance as casting. Right? He's got the villainous. Uh, it defined like a shadow over his eyes. Yeah, to where yeah. He looks uh, a little ominous, and it's funny because the um, he's feeding them, so they're like, "He must be a saint, like whoever right. he is, he must be a good guy." Um, but and he's teaching them uh, the songs yeah, to the sing because song. they're going to be beggars. Up. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get some money by begging. Yeah, and uh, so far, that's all we know is mm-hmm. that he's just lining them up and like listening to their voices. We don't know what the next step is. Yet, I think we can get into it though. Uh, Wait, um, oh, you were you gonna go straight into it because um, there's a point during that scene where they're where they're singing where um, they find that they figure out that uh, Salem Salim is like bad, like he's like rowdy, hmm. and so they pretty much put him in charge of the other kids to like round them up. They, they call him a dog. Like, here's your dog. And he, he, he takes that role and he barks orders mm-hmm. at everybody. Um, so, and like, I think he was, he was making fun of, uh, Latika's singing. Yeah. And that's what caused the whole commotion. And then they're like, Oh, this guy that started trouble. He's going to be our right hand man. Yeah. Um, just to like inform you about like his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the panhandling scene where they all go out there with like eye patches and limps and mm-hmm. stuff and try and get money from people. Yeah. Yeah. But turns out, uh, kids with eye patches, blind, blind children make more money. Yes. So we get this pretty scary sequence. It's the middle of the night. Children yeah. are being woken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mom like telling Salim, okay, now it's this person's turn. Bring this person in. Yeah. They're getting their eyes gouged. Yeah, well, so yeah, they're knocking the kids out with chloroform. Yeah, it's just one kid. 
at first. And then they're like putting hot liquid into mm-hmm. their eyes um, while they're asleep, which I... Okay, not I, quite gouging. I not guess. Yeah, not quite gouging. Because um, we see him later and he does have his eyes. Okay, yeah. Um, and I remember just hating that. Like, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's terrible. I was just like, your eyes? Your eyesight? And then, so after he does it to the first kid, he's like, okay, now go get Jamal. Do you want to be a big man or do you want to be a piece of dirt? Do you want to be a piece, piece of shit your whole life? This is, you have to make a choice right now. But he's six to five, his brother. Yeah, he actually does go to get him. So you're you're a little worried because you know he's a badass. He's a <laughs> badass kid. Yeah. Um, and he does mean shit to his brother all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. But he brings him, and Jamal's so charming. He, he's so charming in this scene, and but you know, like there's danger lurking. Yeah, and got men are in the shadows, moving their hands, making hand gestures and stuff. And then there comes a point where they're about to do it. Actually, they ask uh, Salim to do it. Mm-hmm. They ask him to chloroform right, his own if, brother. If you're gonna like get this kid to like be the next to you, you gotta get him to betray his brother. Yeah, so that you're in the new family. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he doesn't fall for it. He doesn't fall for it. He throws the chloroform onto one of the guy's face and yep. it like burns him. And then the mamam he falls, lucky them, because um, then they're able to escape. Yeah, they grab Lactico. They say, we got to go. We got to go. Got to get out of here. Yeah. And this is when there's a train. Yes. Got to run onto the, the train. train. Um, the uh, two. Salim makes it. Jamal mm-hmm. makes it. And then Salim has Latika's hands, and then he snatches away from her and leaves her. He leaves her. Oh, he's so bad. And Jamal's like, we got to go get back. And he said, no, you don't know what they were going to do to you. We got to just leave. Yeah. And then they crop to be like, look at all these other people on this train living as stowaways on the train. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh. Now we got paper planes. The paper planes montage. Yeah, I love. I MIA. love this. Uh, I love that uh, MIA because this is like the the second song of hers mm-hmm. that played through the movie. So I kind of love that uh, her music was included in this because yeah. she was the only, you know, artist in America of uh, Sri Lankan uh, descent of mm-hmm. like brown skin like that that mm-hmm. America knew. So it. It made perfect sense to have her, her musical air, musical touch on this on this picture, and it fit perfectly. I this is probably my favorite sequence of the movie. Yeah, it's a montage set to you know all I want to do is boom 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 and a ching and take your money. Yeah, and that's great set, song. Yeah, it's set now. Uh, Jamal and Salim are uh, traveling by train. I guess for years and years, yeah. uh, just hustling. as hustlers. Uh, yeah, hustling. It's the scamming. They're just getting and, getting money. Yeah. Uh, like holding each other down so they can like climb through windows and grab yeah, stuff and grab food and then <laughs> sell that food just like flipping it and um I, I love how the sequence ends with them falling off the train tumbling down and then becoming older versions of yeah themselves. they grow up yeah they like grow the up. dust as when the train leaves and the dust clears now it's two different actors yeah. playing these characters yeah, young teenagers now yeah um yeah, and it's a good uh, way to yeah, push really, time yeah. in the story I love forward. The way, I love the way they push time. In that I mean, they moment. could have just done had them age in between flashbacks. 
They could have uh, very easily train. done that. Yeah. 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 Like, just cut back to Dev in the police uh, precinct getting tortured and then saying, and then, years later, yeah. we were doing this. But no. Yeah. No, it was, it was they pretty tumble, seamless. They tumble yeah. and they grow up because that's it's life. That's what happens. Yeah. And they end up at... Uh, Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great place for scamming. Lots of tourists. Lots of tourists. <laughs> lots of free shoes. They they like listen to the guides, like uh, doing the tours mm-hmm. so much that when tourists come up to them for like tours, yeah, he can just repeat stuff. Yeah, the, he was just like, "No, I'm not a tour guide." And then they started throwing money at him. He's mm-hmm. like, "Sure, I'll be your tour guide. Yeah. I'll tell you everything." And then flawlessly, yeah. yeah. I I I was like, was he making up stories? I felt like he was just bullshitting. No, he was repeating, he was uh, repeating? stuff from yeah. It was, okay, yeah, it's real. It was because they were like, made this is the not what it says in the movie. manual. This is not what it says in the handbook. Uh, and I just felt like he was just hustling them. Like, oh, he, he, he might have been making. He was stuff just hustling up. them. Like he was just making it up as as he went because they don't know yeah. better than him. And while he's doing that, Salim's stealing shoes and yes. selling them because mm-hmm. you got to take your shoes off at, yeah. the, at the Taj Mahal. Uh, so yeah, they got they got some hustles going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's the hustle where they take the couple to um, into the city and in, in their nice uh, bins, mm-hmm. and then they like chop the bins. They like take yeah. the wheels. <laughs> yeah, they got a whole crew out. Yeah, they had a whole. And crew. One of the kids is going, "Come on, uh, NASCAR pit stop. We, we go, go." That's, that's, that's Salim. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what they're moving he's like. Still, he's still in charge. Yeah. They're getting all the tires off, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, in Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. When they get into the pit stop. Yeah, and uh, and and one of the the driver um, is also Indian. He starts beating up the little kid because he knows the culture. He knows like that kids they hustle, they steal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the American couple are just like, "Holy shit! What what are you doing? Like, stop it! Like, yeah, it's it it's not his fault." Even if it is, it's okay. You have insurance, right? Okay, mm-hmm. we're good. And so um, they're like, he was like, well, you wanted a piece of the real, like, where, like, the location they were. I'm not exactly sure. Well, here it is. And then the, the woman is like, well, here's a piece of the real America. I think it was just Mumbai. Money. No, no, they're, they're out of Mumbai. Yeah, they're out of Mumbai. They're somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the real piece of America is money. And so he gets a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, and uh, flash forward. Next question on who wants to be a millionaire is who's what American statesman's face is on the hundred dollar bill. Which seems easy for us because we have American money, but for for yeah. them it wouldn't be so common. Let alone a hundred dollar bill. Yes, um, <laughs> and he got tipped a hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how. But even then, just having the tip, he wouldn't necessarily know whose face. Yeah. But or the value, really. Yeah, he's got it on him, and uh, this is when, in the story, uh, Salim and Jamal, mm-hmm. Jamal pleads to Salim, we gotta go back to Mumbai, we gotta find uh, Latika. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they get back, they find uh, the kid, kid that was blinded. The kid that was blinded. He's begging. He's begging, he's singing, still singing. He can smell Jamal, though. Yeah, he can smell You know Jamal still got he that touches, shit on him from he, the opening scene. <laughs> he touches his face, because that's how blind people identify mm-hmm. people. And he was like, oh... It's good to see you. Mumman is as still after you guys. He doesn't forget. Right. Uh, Jamal gives him the $100 mm-hmm. bill, and the kid says, whose face is on this? Uh, 
how do I know it's a hundred? Yeah. So he says Benjamin Franklin, and that's how. Yeah, he describes that's it. That's how he knows. He said bald on top and hair on the side like a girl, <laughs> and then yeah, the the blanket tells him Benjamin Franklin, and, and also, that's the answer to the third question. Yeah, and Jamal's like, hey, where's Latika? And turns out she's now a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. They call her Cherry. Yeah, her new name's Cherry. Yeah. And he, like, wastes no time going to uh, mm-hmm. rescue her um, and, and does it and finds her in a room they with a grown her man. dancing and now uh, after all the fighting, uh, Salim fighting with Jamal, no, we left her. It's lost cause. Mm. We just got to move on us too. But now that they see her, Salim suddenly has some interest. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little attracted to her. There's a lot of interest. And see some value in her now, um, albeit only in her uh, it's outer al- appearance. It's almost like a, like a, like a trap because Malman is there. Mm-hmm. My man is there. And so they're in trouble at this point until Salim pulls out a revolver, mm-hmm. which is question number four. Right. Who invented the revolver? Yeah. And Salim says something like, taste my Colt 45 or yeah. something. So, yeah, he kills he kills the bad guy because he's like, word is, uh, my man never forgets. Yeah, they rob him, then kill him. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I can't take that chance. So he shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then they, yeah, they take the money and then they're out. Um, they're out. They go to a hotel, go to the penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> popping champagne. I don't know if it's the penthouse, but they're popping champagne at this fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, really living it up. Yeah. Uh, reunited with Atika, mm-hmm. who, who recognized them right away. Yeah. Jamal? Yeah. Uh, but Salim slips out. He's got yeah. some business. He has some business. Always taking care of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he finds uh, Maman's rival, yeah. uh, Javid, and says, hey, I killed Maman. Yeah, I killed him. So, so now, now he gets let's... now he gets a job. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, which is, uh, I guess, maybe watching it the first time. Well, honestly, I watched this movie over ten years ago, so I watched it when it first came out, and mm-hmm. then again for the podcast. But um, I just didn't like him. I didn't like. I was just like he's just this bad kid. Mm-hmm. But like now, like I understand his moves because yeah he's the oldest yeah he's the oldest and he like he had to play the the dirty game it's the only option he has it's the only option you don't have opportunities yeah so it's like do that or magically win 20 million rupees on a game show yeah because you happen to know all the answers mm -hmm. he had to be the bad kid and jamal got to be the good kid that's just how Mm -hmm. that's just the the deck they were handed yeah yeah um and so when he comes back He's the boss now. He's the boss now. So and, he decides, uh, I need time alone with uh, Latika. Latika. Yeah. Tries to kick Jamal out. Jamal's yeah. not having yeah, it. Yeah, Jamal but, is very protective. But Latika says, Jamal, just go. Then Salam pulls a gun on his yeah, brother. Yeah, he pulls a gun on him. And that's when you then get the like, call 45. Yeah. Okay. And that's the answer. Yeah. And then it's, damn. So yeah, he only has the answer because he remembers his brother pulling a gun on him to yeah. have time alone with the love of his life. Yeah. Um, that moment's why I picked my quote. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right there. There's a... Um, yeah, I guess he would have returned was the original intention, but it got this far that now they're separated. 
yeah. Jamal separated from and he, Yeah, he doesn't Sully see them for years. Yep. Like, this is the last moment he sees them. He gets to see them as teenagers. The next time they meet, they're adults. Mm-hmm. So, um... No, and this is the last we see the, the teen years yeah, yeah. <laughs> of our trio. Yeah. Uh, we're back uh, at the police precinct. Now the sergeant's uh, calling, like, slut-shaming Batika, I guess, mm-hmm. because she, like, told Jamal to go. Mm-hmm. He says she's the bitch of the slum. Yeah, it was it was the chubby one. The chubby one said that. And then he started to beat him up. And it's mm-hmm. the only time that he stood up to to them and, like, use physical force because they've been beating him and drowning him and shocking him and he's been fine as soon as they say something about latika Mm -hmm. he has to go off yeah um and he does uh now we find out so uh jamal who is now dev patel in both the flashbacks and the uh main timeline yeah we're getting closer to present day yeah uh he is what's called a chai wala chai like uh tea yeah, he's the he's the coffee guy, yeah, the tea guy for a like a telemarketing uh, company, yeah, an English telemarketing company. Mm-hmm. Which I guess the idea is he learns English here, and this is why Dev Patel has a British accent in the movie. Yeah, I think I guess that's like the rationalization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's the chai wala, and that's what the. Uh, Host of Millionaire keeps referring to him as. Yeah. How does a chaiwala know all these? Yeah. You you were just giving everyone tea yesterday. Now you're here. Now you're here. <laughs> and uh, he... So wait. So, okay. So he only passes out the tea. But in this moment, he... In this scene, he actually spoke to someone on the phone. Now, was that his job to do that? Or was he just, like, doing something he had no business doing? Because he wasn't very good at it. I don't know the particulars of his job, but yeah, he had access to the computer, yeah. and he used it to first search for Latica. But there had a like bunch. two thousand, yeah, people, yeah, like results. I think the person he was calling was one of the results for Latica. No, it was like no? it was something else. It okay. was someone else that from England that actually had a problem. Oh right, and, and that's, that's how he got the that, next answer. That's how he got the next, the next answer, which yeah. was uh, London, I think, or Cambridge. Yeah, something British. Yeah, like where's the P- Piccadilly Circus or something? Yeah, where's Cambridge Circus and yeah. it's London? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, okay, yeah, and then he searched for Latika, but there's a bunch. Yeah, in uh, then he searches for, but he searches uh, for Salim. And that he's able to find. Yeah, there's like 15 results. So he's able to call call down until he hears, hears his brother's voice. Yeah, turns out he's now a high-ranking lieutenant in Javid's uh, yeah. crew. Mm-hmm. And um, he sounds so much different than I would picture an adult Salim sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, like nicer, way more nicer, way more innocent sounding yeah they arrange person. they arrange a meeting yeah and i and i when they i love that he has like he's so angry when he sees him mm-hmm. that he has this thought of just like rushing him and then, yeah there's like a dream sequence yeah. of jamal tossing himself and salim off the skyscraper that yeah. they meet on mm-hmm. 
uh, and just yeah, dying together <laughs> in yeah. anger, just but in highlighting the the emotion. Yeah, but instead they just hug. No, he right? punches him. Oh, he, he punches settles, him. Yeah, he settles okay. for a punch. <laughs> we watched it last night, so it's a little, <laughs> some of the details are a little blurry for me. Um, yeah, yes, they don't him. hug; they punch. Um, it's similar. And he's like, I, "I hate you, and I will never forget you." Mm-hmm. I don't think he says, "I hate you," but he was like, "I will never forgive you." Mm-hmm. And uh, but his brother isn't the same brother. I feel like his younger self probably would have got up and beat him up or like mm-hmm. punched him back. But no, he just takes it. He takes it. And, and then um, he says, hey, stay in my apartment. I have this really nice apartment now. Yeah. You go there. I'll meet you. Yeah. Um, and they But they not connect. before. Yeah. Not before uh, they're on the top of like this uh, skyscraper that's still being built. Yeah. And they're able to look over yeah. and see the slums where they grew up. The, yeah. The slums. Can you believe we came from here and now look at where we are? Yeah. It's getting renovated. And he tells him, yeah, like I'm in the center of all of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I do pretty much anything he wants me to do. He yeah. won't say exactly what, but you know it's not good. No, I love his uh, the third act of 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 Selim because like it's kind of like a, a redemption arc for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jamal now getting closer with Selim has more access to Latika. Yeah, so he sneaks into Javid's residence to. Reunite with Latika. Which is funny because, well, not like haha funny, but when they first met, he asked about Latika and Salim said, um, she's long gone. Man. Yeah, why are you still worried about yeah, her? Yeah, she's gone. Like, don't worry mm-hmm. about her. It's just me and you. But then he follows him and finds her yeah. at his, uh, at the residence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is, uh, one of Javid's, uh, ladies. Yeah. Uh, he gets there, and now we see Frida Pinto. We had only seen her in like the flashbacks of like her at the train station. Yeah. Um. And yeah, once again, she recognizes him immediately. Yeah, and like goes away. He's also like, "What are you doing what here? What are you doing here?" And then he's like, "Why do you have a black eye?" Yeah, she has a black eye and a scar mm-hmm. on her face now. Oh, um, the most gorgeous scar. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a pretty scar. It's a pretty scar. A pretty it's the only face. kind of scar you give a the pretty lead actress <laughs> yeah. of a. Yeah, you can't ugly her up too much, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has to like pretend to be the cook and then pretend to be the dishwasher. Like he has to like change the story, and surprisingly, they let him in. Mm-hmm. And then what's his name, Javid? Yeah, Javid comes back in, and so they play it off. And then he's just like, make me a sandwich since you're the cook. He does make a good sandwich. He does not. They both make it terribly. Um, And he's just trying to convince Letika to to leave with him on love and nothing else. Yeah. It's not enough, though. It's not enough. Um, He does note that she's watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, though. Mm -hmm. That's what gives him the idea later to go on the show. Yeah. But he says... uh, as he's getting kicked out, he says, I'll be at the train station five every day until, until you, you come. come. Yeah. Which, come on, man. He's so <laughs> young and naive. Yep. And just like, even if she runs, like, you're messing with people that will kill, kill you. Yeah. Like, kill, kill you and kill her. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I love you. Let's just leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that easy. Um, well, she uh, 
comes to the train station, then yeah. I, I guess the next day. Yeah, and we get that beautiful shot of he's, her. Yeah, he's like upstairs in the upstairs part. So mm-hmm. it's like the shot from his po- point of view, like looking down when uh, she finally shows up with mm-hmm. the yellow scarf. Yeah. She always wore yellow when she was a kid. So yeah. it's like, and there's the, 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 she gets like this little theme in the score. Where it's like, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, really soft, it. yeah, it's real beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and she looks up. And we get the frame rates. Yeah, like, you get that slow switching. frame rate as she looks up at him and but, smiles. But then we and, see what happens right after that memory. Yeah. And it's that Javi's men, Salim included, yeah. are uh, chasing after her. Yeah. And they get her with, like, no problem. Yep. She's not really able to fight them all. And Jamal is not able to uh, get to them in time. Um, pretty much, like, set her up for failure. Mm-hmm. And just, like, felt her completely. Um, he's not even able to lay a hand on one of them. And she's yeah. taken away. And not only is she taken away, but uh, she mentioned when they met up for the first time in a while that uh, that uh, he was taking her somewhere. Mm-hmm. She didn't know because why would he tell her? Yeah. And when he goes back to the residence, it's empty. Mm-hmm. So he has no idea where she is now. Or the brother. Right. Matter. So, uh, who wants to build a mil- millionaire? Yeah, that's how that's we get the best here. shot. Yeah, he has to get money with that love. Yeah. So now, uh, let's go back to uh, current day. He's got uh, another question coming up, but it's during commercial break. He yeah. Goes to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the host of the show is there too. This very charming, yeah, host who seems like he wants the best for yeah young he's Jamal. he's on jamal's side he's on it his seems. side he says hey you're gonna be like us you're, you're gonna be like me super yeah. successful you're gonna be rich almost as rich. all you have to do is say b for the next and i'm just gonna tell you the next question yeah. the answer is b yeah i mean he doesn't flat out say it, but he like fogs up the the mirror right. and writes b yeah yeah real sneaky real sneaky yeah uh jamal gets a question and he's got two lifelines left what he used uh, it's, the audience lifeline early on. I think we we missed it. The question yeah. was like the colors on the Indian flag or something, yeah. or like what's the motto? Yeah, and it was really obvious. Like I don't even I didn't even know the motto, but you could tell by the other answers that some of them weren't even serious. And one of them was like fashion is the only choice. Yeah, yeah. It was just like yeah, it's definitely not about. fashion. There's the one about truth. Yeah, but he needed the audience to help him get it right, and yeah. the police were really surprised by that. Because that was one where it didn't tie into anything. Well, he didn't have a memory yeah, of that. Yeah, he didn't have a memory uh, to it. But his defense to the police were like, hey, I know how much it costs to get uh, this at this place. Yeah, I have street and, smarts. Yeah, and you I don't. also know who stole this person bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot. Right. Because I experienced it, but I don't know that one. So he, he doesn't know the answer to this next question yeah. about uh, cricket players. Or something. Yeah. So he still has 50-50 and phone a friend. But there is um, a memory to, to the cricket. Hmm. Um, when him and Latika was in the kitchen, the cricket game was on. Right. Um, but, you know, he does 50-50, which is, uh, that's the lifeline he uses, 50-50. And so uh, A and C go away, and then he's left with B and D. B right. being the one that he was told... To say D being the right answer. He goes with D. 
And man, he, he does it was not so, fall for the trap. So suspenseful. I haven't seen this movie in a while, so I'm just like into like the way that this is gonna play out. Hmm. You looked over at me and you was just like, It's a nail biter, huh? You were biting your I was, nails. I was biting my nails. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been trying to stop that, but during the scene I was like <laughs> <laughs> So into it. You guys are right, and now he's one question away, but the alarm sounds and that's it for the night and they gotta do the last question. The next night. The next night. So, um, meanwhile, he gets uh, the the host says, hey, you got to get the police to get this guy. There's no way he's not cheating. Yeah. And it, they kidnap him. The police kidnap him. Like, he's he's being really friendly to him, and he's walking him out the door. And then as soon as they step outside, he gets a bag put over his head. And there's this, this one guy, this one PA that's just like, what the hell is happening? And he was just like, he's a cheater. There's no way he could have known it because I gave him the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. And he didn't fall for it. And then the guy's like, you gave him an answer? He's, like, he's like, yeah, but it was the wrong one. It, it, doesn't, yeah, it's it's not, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it was wrong. Yeah, and he was like, it's my show. It's yeah. my fucking show. Yeah, so corruption's running rampant. Yes, everywhere. So yeah, now we're now we're all caught up. Yes. Police torturing jamal he's insisting i just knew these it, yeah it's crazy because he's okay so he's been like kept awake been tortured mm-hmm. this whole time and he barely gets to sleep and they're like it's time to go back on yeah yeah straight from the torture back onto tv <laughs> no rest no rest he should be frazzled i had to be fried Ugh. I, just give me the money it's enough but no. So Jamal's back on the show, and yeah. now uh, and he's ev- still playful with the host. Yeah, now seemingly the whole country's watching. Yes, it's a huge I love deal. This. Including, yeah. including Latika and Salim. Yeah, he's like on his way to the studio, and this lady is just like Jamal. Jamal said, "You, oh my god, we're rooting for you." And then everyone like sees him, and then he like notices, like, "Oh my goodness, like." Something big is happening. Yeah, and everyone is watching it. Everyone's they're, watching. They're watching him. I like in like the like TV store, the store that sells the TV. Like they're just sitting outside that store mm-hmm. on the sidewalk, just watching the TVs from inside. Yeah, outside. Latika and Salim are watching stuff, but uh, Javid comes and switches it. Yeah, he's on, the on news. some some loud uh, some loud dancing music and just instructs all his people to start dancing. Yeah, Salim pulls Latika aside. And this is a big component of his redemption. I mean, he helps her escape. Yeah. He says, hey, this is the, the best time to do it. I love it. Gives her he, the keys. He's like, um, he's never going to come here. Like, he's never going to come here mm-hmm. for you. So take this and go. Yeah. Go yeah. to him. Yeah. Go to him. Because he's not going to come. It's I'll, great. I'll cause a distraction. Yeah. And should we just get into yeah. what happens there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the way it's cut, it's the tension from... Jamal's the final answer. It keeps cutting back between that and Salim. Jamal Salim, and what's happening with Salim is he's uh, in a bathtub full of money, full of money. He filled it locks with money. the door, mm-hmm. and uh, he has his gun. He's ready. Yeah, yeah. And uh, blood she's, money. Yeah, she's on her way. About to get all covered in blood. She's 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 on her way, but traffic is crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she she gets out of the car. She gets out of the car, walks away, and. Uh, She's watching it on She's the watching it on TV. TVs. And so he goes to use his last lifeline for this question, which is just like the the perfect question. It's like a full circle for him. It's yeah. just like, what's the name of the third musketeer? 
Right. He knows Portos and Artos, but he yes. doesn't know Aramis. So he's like, I'm going to call my brother. I'm going to land my brother. So he calls his brother, and the phone is ringing. And he's he's just like, it's my brother. And then she's just like, oh. She's got his phone. I got his phone. In the car. In the car. So she like has to run back. Mm-hmm. The phone has been ringing for a while. Just as he's about Pro- to The producer up, does like the yeah. kill it. Kill like, it. Uh, yeah. Th- Non-verbal sign, like, mm-hmm. it's been ringing enough, hang up. Yeah. But she comes on clutch. Just in time. Doesn't I like the, the way answer, that, though. Is, that is cut. Hmm. The way it's cut is, like, she reaches for it and then just gets it. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it doesn't happen like that. Right. The way you have to, like, do, like, grab it, flip it open, press the button. <laughs> like, it, they would have hung up by then. But yeah. the way they, like, chop it up, she gets it right away. Mm-hmm. And it's Latika. And uh, he's, like... Who is this? And I love the, I say love a lot, but I, I really do mm-hmm. um, love the cut of her saying it's Latika. And then the cut, the flashback to the first time they met in the mm-hmm. rain and her saying her name. Yeah. Yeah. This is really sweet. She doesn't know the answer though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so silly. But it's so nice like, that they get to talk to each other yeah. on the phone after mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. And he ends up guessing the correct answer. Yeah. Um, because Latika is, her voice is now on on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javid is just like, Latika, 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 where are you? Right. And so now he is made aware. And so now he is like, well, where is uh, Salim? Yeah. And so as Jamal's winning 20 million rupees, yeah. Salim's being murdered in a yeah. bath full of who knows how many yeah. rupees. Yeah. So, and his last words are "God is great," which I think was like uh, Gandhi's final words, maybe. Yeah, God is great. Um, yeah, because he he's, became he's very religious. religious. Yeah, he's a religious yeah. Muslim. We get a scene of him praying yeah. beforehand. Yeah, praying like like saying like, "Please forgive me for my sin. Mm-hmm. I sinned a lot. I know I have, but like, forgive me." Yeah, he says, I, "I've sinned," and then he says again, "A lot, <laughs> a lot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It's, Jamal gets it right. Confetti. Yeah. He wins. He wins. Uh, then the question from the beginning of the movie. Uh, Jamal's one question away from 20 million rupees. How does he do it? Option A, something. He, he's a genius. He cheated. Something else. I forget what the third one the, was. The last and one was D like is, Destiny, right? It is written. Oh, it is written. So then D just comes up. It is written. It is written. And uh, movie ends with the... Latika and Jamal at the train station yeah. and the whole cast and now uh, they're doing big Bollywood dance number to Jai Ho yeah. on the closing credits. Yeah. The Oscar is, award winning best original song. Which Jai is just, like, Ho! It's so like <laughs> stark and conscious. Like very Bollywood but like so un-American. Yeah. I would say to do that after like a real like serious dramatic movie and to go into like this dance number. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it, yeah. And it worked I guess. Yeah it worked. <laughs> Enough to get that Oscar nomination. Yeah. Uh, Oscar win, even. Yeah. Before we get into our question we ask every week, mm-hmm. I have some thoughts about this one. Okay. I, I I had held this movie in pretty high regard. I mean, I made it one of my, of my overall disappointment with the Oscar winners. I did make it one of the four uh, options for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an, an enjoyable watch, mm-hmm. and I think well well made. I 
on this watch, it just became very apparent to me how much I disagree with what the movie's saying, mm-hmm. the message. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in fate, personally. But even beyond that, let's go with the movie. It is written that he is meant to be with Latika and meant to have won 20 right. million rupees. What about all the other people in the movie that have suffered? Right. Their their horrible life experiences probably don't all add up to the winning answers to win 20 million rupees. Like, come on. In in this rags to riches story, it just ignores... Um, I mean, I, I guess that's an overall flaw of the kind of story it is. Mm-hmm. Rags to riches. Um, and yeah, it's just saying the slums of India are complete shit. Everyone's life there is garbage. It's not. I don't think it was saying that their life is garbage. They didn't show. They didn't show enough of them living in the slums. It didn't. It was only bad experiences that he had when he was in the slums. Well, it's not great. Yeah, I don't think the people necessarily were like shown as being shitty. I just think they lived in a shitty place. Mm -hmm. But I don't think like they were like portrayed as like miserable. No, I, I think it was. I mean, you even brought it up in describing how everything, it's garbage place, yeah. everything's terrible. <laughs> garbage place. Right. And uh, I think it's like uh, kind of glorifying that to say, and now look where he is. Yeah. He came a long way. Yeah. He won money on a game show, though. That's not, it doesn't. Luck? It's, it's very, yeah. This idea of destiny is very unsatisfying to me. And I see how it works well in a movie because that's mm-hmm. the kind of cliche yeah. love is that answer it I mean, solves everything it's written it was literally written to be this way so but yeah. like what I mean, about the, per- what about the little kid that was blinded you know that his, was his that fate was his fate that yeah, was his good, fate. great not everybody has a great uh fortune and <laughs> life and this story is the story of a person that made it not everybody makes it he made it by luck and by fate yeah i don't, I don't really fuck with that oh, okay. message <laughs> at all Okay, <laughs> I did. Um, I like it. I like yeah. the idea of fate being a real theme, a real component into a movie. Yeah, I don't. Because it could have showed the character. It could have been a movie about a character that tried and failed miserably, and then got killed off by, you know, a, a, a slum lord, and then that's it. That was his fate. Died. Didn't make it. Got everyone killed. Well, like I said, I don't believe in fate. Well, <laughs> I'm just using it as, uh, like, but, but yeah, like happened. this movie could have been like a City of God type of movie. Yeah. Uh, and that's a movie I like a lot better than Slumdog Millionaire. Okay, and I think that movie does a lot I'm more. Does a lot more to, to humanize the people living in poverty. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, a nation with huge populations without resources. Yeah. Yeah. City of God's about Rio. It's about the city. Yeah, it's about Rio. This isn't about Mumbai. It's also the most significant movie set in India and the has some harmful things uh in that in its representation. Mm-hmm. Um so there's that. And that's probably probably helped it win the Oscar. They're like, oh, look at all these uh, brown yeah. faces. Yes. Yeah. Also, a movie about India, like, written and directed by 
white British men. Like, yeah, let's let the British tell India's story more. Like, as if they <laughs> haven't done enough right. to India. Um, so, yeah, but kind of problematic. Uh, is it a movie, though, or is it a film? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it was a film. Just because it won the Oscar? Just because it won the Oscar. No, I. <laughs> it was... It was... It was pretty filmy and we we talked about like the frame rate Mm -hmm. i think the the frame rate along with just like the romance and like the way like frida was like captured on film yeah a lot of those are like some of my favorite films. actually uh this was the i think the first winner of the oscar for best picture to be shot mainly on digital Interesting. It was the first best cinematography win for a movie shot primarily on digital. digital. Okay. Um, there were some scenes shot on film, though. Uh, and yeah, the way the movies... I agree that's a film. Yeah. Sorry for teasing you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting the way it was shot. And like uh, the stuff when they're younger running through the slums has a much different feel than yeah. when they're older atop the yeah. skyscraper or yeah. when he's on the set of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. And, um, like, the transition from youth to adult is so seamless. Mm-hmm. It's really seamless. Yeah. And it's it's shown through through the film. It's just not told to us by words. Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a movie that keeps track of several motifs and themes of yeah. wealth and uh, status and crime and... Uh, love. Fate and love. Yeah. Fate. <laughs> and that is Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> that is Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. It's a film. Yeah. An Oscar-winning film. Correct. Justice for Dev Patel and Frida Pinto. Dev Patel. I don't know. If, I don't even think we talked about this trailer on the podcast. Um, his next movie I'm very excited for. It's uh, speaking of Charles Dickens. He's starring in the uh, the personal history of David Copperfield. Did that not come out yet? That's not out. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Cool. I think it's screened at one, like, one of the festivals. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, Very Armando Iannucci, the creator of Veep and The Thick of It, and mm. uh, he did Death of Stalin. He looks great in it. And yeah, pretty pretty cool that they cast Dev as the lead in a Charles Dickens adaptation. Because yeah, Charles That's Dickens another looks riches, nothing like probably him. one that uh, makes fun of the idea of that, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll probably like it more. <laughs> uh, I mean, I still like Slumdog. It just uh, it went down a little bit on this rewatch. In I, my, I enjoyed uh, it so much. Yeah. All right. So email us, moviefilmpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at moviefilmpod. Same on Facebook. Everything's going to be moviefilmpod. Yeah. yeah, everything. Moviefilmpod across <laughs> the board. Yeah, if we get an Rate, Instagram, review, subscribe. it's going to be moviefilmpod. If you're listening to us on Spotify right now, hey, we're back. We're As on you Spotify. Know. Yeah, we're back on Spotify. Yes, we are. Search uh, moviefilm Terrell Nate. Yeah, I, I I put in movie film Terrell and it popped up. Yeah. So movie film Terrell, movie film name. Your name is yes. m- the more unique of our two names. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but, you know, throw my name in there too. Yeah. I'm still a part of this. <laughs> Don't forget about me. <laughs> yep. And we'll be back next week with another movie. Movie. Film. film. I want it to be like right on top yeah, of you. Yeah, a little too quick. <laughs> yeah.